What's going on, Bengals Nation? This is the Back Row Bengals Sports Podcast. I'm your host, Josh Miller. You can find me all over the place. You can find me at the Degenerate L1 on Twitter. You can find my blogs on the collegeessentialblog.com. And you can also find me on Barstool Cincinnati on Twitter and Instagram. We are officially less than one week away from the season. And finally, we have our first preview of the year of the legendary first year. Of Joe Burrow. The Tiger King comes home. We have waited so long since the rumors started of him coming to the draft, to all the summer, to training camp, and finally on Sunday, you will be able to watch him in a Bengals uniform. No edits. Absolutely incredible. So excited to do this show. Just had a nice big cup of coffee, so I'm energized. I'm ready to go. We got the Chargers of Los Angeles uh, for week one. Now the Chargers are obviously a very good squad. Uh, a lot, you know, a lot of the national narrative around this team, you know, even with all of the all, all of the questions that the Chargers have, and we're going to get to them. They are still saying that the Bengals are going to struggle against the uh, the Chargers. They're saying that the Bengals won't do as well. So we're going to dive into all of that. We're going to dive into the matchup between Joey Bosa and Jonah Williams. Uh, going to be a great show going to be kind of a longer one. I'm just really excited. So let's go ahead and get into it. Uh, right, right as I said, the Chargers are being selected to win by most of the national media. A lot of the national media is saying that the Chargers are a very good squad. Now, there's a lot of questions that the Chargers have that I feel aren't really being addressed. Uh, obviously, they took Justin Herbert out of Oregon, number one overall, and He's already being he's already touted as not the starter. He he's not going to start against the Bengals. Tyrod Taylor, or as I like to call him, Ty God Taylor, is going to be starting against the Bengals in week one. So already something that um we're not gonna see is a number one draft pick. We're not going to see the Chargers number one draft pick play the Bengals. And also, I mean, if you think about it, that already, you know because <sighs> here's the thing. With their quarterback room compared to the Bengals quarterback room, obviously everybody says that Joe Burrow is so inexperienced and, uh, you know, he hasn't had an NFL snap yet. And, and you know, I, I can understand that, but he is by far and away our starter. There is no, there's not even a competition for him. Joe Burrow can go out and throw three picks this game. He's still going to be the starter and everybody's behind that. But now with the Chargers, there's definitely some controversy and you, you can – I bet you inside of the locker room and some of the players, obviously, they're going to be behind Tyrod Taylor um, through and through through the first part of the game. But inside in their heads, obviously, I'm sure there's other people that would that are in the Chargers organization that would really like to see Justin Herbert out there. So just like that, that's creating I'm sure that's creating some sort of riff. You never know. Uh, Is Tyrod Taylor doing well in training camp? Is Justin Herbert outperforming him? Uh, but apparently not, and Tyrod Taylor is going to be the starter. Now, the defense for the Chargers, we all know, is going to be very good. They picked up Kenneth Murray out of uh, Kenneth Murray Jr. out of Oklahoma in round number two. He's a linebacker out of Oklahoma who the Bengals were probably looking at picking up. Uh, they were probably he was probably definitely on a draft board, uh, probably behind Patrick Queen, and I I don't know if he was behind Logan Wilson or before him. Uh, but anyway, he, they got a very good linebacker, uh, they, in just another addition to that really stout defense. And then obviously they have Joe, Joey Bosa, who's an absolute monster. Um, 
you know, ever since he came in the league, just an absolute playmaker. He's been huge for them. So basically the question of our offense versus their defense is definitely going to be Joey Bosa versus Jonah Williams. And I am really excited to start talking about this matchup. Uh, Joey Bosa, 25 years old. He's 6'5", 276, 276 pounds out of Ohio State. And he has just been an absolute nightmare for offensive lines. Um, he's one of the best X factors in Madden. I definitely know that he sacked me way too many times in that game. Um, and, and, and already he's going against a rookie, uh, lineman. I mean, obviously Jonah Williams was drafted two years ago, but this is his first NFL game. This is his first NFL snap. And he's going to have his hands full. He's got, he's got a pro, he's got a, um, you know, he's got Joey Boza, who's an absolute monster pro bowler. He's been all over the field, uh, but Jonah Williams has had a full, a not a, not even a full training camp. Has had a you know a a training camp, a bridge training camp uh, against a great defensive line in our defensive line, and you know that's definitely going to help. That's definitely going to help him out, and probably he's he's probably going to get smacked around a little bit. Uh, I mean, it's just that's just kind of how the game's going to go. So basically, we are going. I would expect the Bengals to uh, game plan around Joey Bosa and that left side of the line for at least the first and second quarter to see if maybe Jonah Williams can actually, you know, if the scheme just fits and he can stop, him, uh, you know, stack him up. Uh, the double teams can come over if we can, and then maybe we could start running to that side. But the Bengals, what they can't do is become predictable because as soon as they become predictable, that's as soon as defenses realize that what they're doing, and and just like that they'll. They'll take our ass apart, and that was a big problem for us last year. And you know, honestly, it was a big problem for us when Marvin was here, just becoming too predictable, not making adjustments, not doing something different. So if the Bengals can do that, if they can, if they can get around being so, um, you know, predictable, if they can get around being um, so just so telegraphed on offense, they can definitely have a field day on the Chargers and catch them off guard. I think that the Bengals' offense, um, not a lot of people know about it. Uh, and, and and that's a good thing. That's that's honestly a good thing. And from what we're hearing from training camp, they're really gel, starting to gel really well. Obviously, when you have a teammate like Joe Burrow, um, it's kind of a, that you know becomes easier and easier. But that being said, um, it's still going to be the the real battle of where it's going to be is going to definitely be the offense for the Bengals offense versus the Chargers defense. Uh, if the Bengals can you know at least score. Most of the time, or uh, a consistent amount of time, or at least get drives down the field, keep our defense off the field, keep them rested. I think we have a great shot at being in the Chargers. Um, and really, it's going to come down to Jonah Williams versus Joey Bosa. And I bet you Joey Bosa wants to sack Joe Burrow, like, you know, a lot, wants to sack him a lot. And, um, you know, he's been hearing all this talk, and, you know, it's almost like sacking Tom Brady, but obviously. I mean, I know Joe Burrow's not Tom Brady, but the national narrative is he had the best college career, so it's going to be kind of like sacking one of the greatest of all time in college. Um, and, and, you know, I bet Joey Boston wants to come out there and assert his dominance. Now Jonah Williams, he's got his hands full, but if we could just scheme around that that's going to be the biggest part is scheming around Joey Bosa making adjustments so let's say he gets to the line and he does get a sack so what are we going to do next time to make sure he doesn't get through are we going to be predictable are we going to keep running the same play over and over again so um if if the Bengals offense 
can be, you know, not predictable. If Jonah Williams can at least, you know, go 50-50 with him. He doesn't always have to win every single battle. But if he at least wins half to most of the battles, I think the Bengals have a great chance of winning. All right, so let's talk about the other side of the ball. And then we're going to talk about the Chargers as a whole. Um, you know, on the other side of the ball, the Chargers offensive line is really nothing to I, – I, it's really not that great. And that was a big problem for them last year when they went 5-11. and 11. Uh, They were 21st in points four, and that was third in the AFC West. Um, and they really they really just underperformed last year. And they had Phillip Rivers last year, which many people are saying he's a Hall of Famer. I'm going to be honest. I don't think Phillip Rivers is that great. Now, that's a story for another time, um, you know, because he's on the Colts now. But. I don't. I don't see why the why the Chargers are so. Um, they're just so uh, touted as, as like this team that's going to make a playoff run. Now, granted, they do have they do have some weapons. They do have Tyrod Taylor, who's who is a veteran. He's been in the league for a while. Uh, he he knows how to lead an offense, and they do have some explosive talent. But their offensive line is really nothing compared to I mean, what we're bringing to the table with a defensive line. If DJ Reader and Geno Atkins can at least, you know, rush up the middle and just create some havoc, get him out in space, get him uncomfortable, and then, you know, let the rest of our defense take care of it. Let's get Carlos out there. Let's get Carlos Dunlap out there. And one one uh, player that I have heard consistently throughout all of the training reports or the training camp reports has been Sam Hubbard. Sam Hubbard apparently has been all over the field. If we can just push him outside and push and push Tyrod Taylor to be uncomfortable, I bet you Sam Hubbard can get through and sack him. He has Sam Hubbard has been manhandling uh, off our offensive line. Apparently, he's just having a great camp, and hopefully, he can keep it going. And he's got a lot to prove. You know, this is a very, very good defensive line. It, it really is. And, and, you know, they struggled last year, but they made additions this year. They're going to be better. Um, and, and, you know, honestly, I don't think this team gave up towards the end per se. But I do think this, you know, once you're out of the playoffs and you're not really playing, you are kind of playing for pride, it does take a little bit out of you. It, do, it does, especially with these guys that are getting older and, you know, these their seasons are, um, you know, starting to become more and more valuable because there's going to be less of them. Um, I. I our secondary is really going to be a huge question. Uh, they definitely were are a lot better than what they were last year, uh, but they still, you know, they still aren't there. They're still going to be interesting. Trey Trey Wayne's, or, um, yeah, Trey Wayne's being out is is absolutely huge, and it, it's going it, that that's you know that that that's a big that's a big hit. But some of the new signings that we've had, especially on the secondary, we can we can make up for that. Now that really comes to the defensive line. Can the defensive line get through? Can they create enough havoc? Can they, Can they? you know, get instead of giving Tyra Taylor four or five seconds, give him two or three, and if our corners can cover two or three and we can get through to the pocket, Bengals defense is going to have a great year, or going to have a great game. The linebacking is, is obviously going to be a question because they're just so young. There's so much talent there. And, and honestly, this is not even a, a linebacker talent, um, you know, year per se. Uh, let me try to reword that. This is not a time where, uh, like, like the linebackers, they, they have a lot of potential, but they're going to go through some growing pains, and they're going to go through a lot of growing pains, and because they're just a young squad. And also on top of that, 
we don't really know who's starting, and we don't know how many reps one linebacker is going to get. Um, they're they've been the reports from the training camp is they're just cycling in and out, and, and they're trying to get new matchups, and that's great. Uh, but now you know here comes a test. Here's week one. Let's see what happens. Uh, again, if the, if the it's all going to start up front. If the defensive line can get through, if the defensive line can contain can uh, uh, make Tyrod Taylor uncomfortable in the pocket, make him get into uncomfortable situations, we can have a great we can have a great great game out of our defense. But it's going to start there. Uh, this 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 young core of defensive players is definitely going to hinge on our defensive line. So now we talked a lot about Tyrod Taylor. Now I want to move on to the running game because obviously. You know, even with even with an okay offensive line, when you have a running back like Austin Eckler, your running game's still going to be pretty good. Um, they they are definitely they are definitely picked to have one of the better uh, running games of the um, <clears throat> of the 2020 season, and Austin Eckler is going to be a big part of that. So now, and with Josh Tupo out, who is a you know a, you know he's a massive run stopper. You know, massive, literally and figuratively. But he 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 was one of the biggest run stoppers that we had. Uh, now we're going to really start to call on our defensive line again. It's our it's going to come back to our defensive line. Can they just get it done? If they can stop him up, and if they can get Austin, if they can get Austin Eckler to you know be uncomfortable, make some cuts that you know he's not really comfortable with. It is a different year. It's a COVID year. This is going to be. Um, the both teams are going to go through growing pains this game. They're both going to make a lot of mistakes. We can capitalize on these mistakes because not a whole lot of people are talking about the Bengals. The Chargers had hard knocks this year, so I, I mean, this is some this is something we could actually shock. Pun intended. We can shock this Chargers offense. Now, Austin Eckler is, is, is very good at finding the hole, and he's a very good back, but. It's now okay. I'm, I'm going to take a little bit let a little bit more pressure off of the defensive line. I'm going to put it on the line. This young linebacking core. They're going to have to fill these holes. They're going to have to make him bounce outside. We're going to have to play assignment football. We're going to have to stick our nose in there. This is something the Bengals did. We're very very poor at last year. We're going to have to win at the uh, the line of scrimmage, and that that's going to be huge. On that's going to be on Jermaine Pratt, who is going to be, I believe, is going to be one of the day one starters. Uh, Josh Bynes is going to have to keep up. Uh, again, one of our biggest problems at linebacker last year was speed, uh, and it was tackling. And these are the two things we're just going to have to be better at to win this football game. Um, and I still think I still think that the linebackers can get it done, but this is also going to fall on can Lou Anarumo, you know, scheme or uh, drop a good enough scheme to actually uh, have the put these linebackers in a good enough position to stop this run, to keep everything, uh, <clears throat> excuse me, to keep everything inside, to allow for the the rest of the defense to come in and make plays and put a hat on a hat. That's going to be the biggest part of this, uh, of this game. And it's going to be really exciting to see. I, I think honestly, this is a great matchup for the Bengals, uh, for week one. They, the Chargers do some very good stuff. They also have a lot of weaknesses. They also have a lot of question marks. And honestly, personally, I think they have 
more question marks than the Bengals do. Their, their quarterback room, their offensive line, the Bengals addressed both of those over the offseason. Now, there are obviously a couple you know, question marks on the Bengals. Is Joe Burrow good enough? Um, are the linebackers, uh, are, are the linebackers going to be good enough? Are they going to be able to step it up? We're going to have to wait and see and see what happens. Um, I, I, I'm excited to see where the Bengals are going to put uh, their new offensive line at. I want to see if Xavier Suofilo is going to be in the starting role. I want to see if Akeem Adeniji is going to be in the starting role. I have heard that he's had a very good camp, and I've also heard that you know he's going to be a major contributor towards the end of the year. So I want to see how much trust they're going to put in him for this game. Uh, are they going to give him a lot of snaps? Are they going to give him a couple snaps? Well, I mean, we'll have to see. Um, and then also the last bit of our offense, let's talk about CJ Uzama. I think he is going to be the key factor of our offense this year. I think if he has a great year, it, number one, it's going to go completely unnoticed by, by anybody outside of Cincinnati. But everybody inside of Cincinnati, if he is moving around and if he is getting the ball, if he's making plays, if he's able to get out on block, this off this offense is going to move down the field. And they're going to look really good doing it. So if he can get started, that would just be absolutely incredible for the Bengals. If they can just get him out into space. Plus, now, A.J. Green is expected to go full go. Okay. He's expected to go a full go. That's great. That's awesome. You know, I you don't I don't know how many how long he's gonna be out there. Let's be honest. John Ross is supposed to go full go. I don't know. I don't know. I I I, I mean he's, he's CJ Uzama has been the only one that we can really rely on outside of Tyler Boyd and uh I I mean I get yeah Auden Tate but we're we're seeing injuries all over the place. We're gonna have to wait and see. We're gonna have to wait and see. And then finally. Can A.J. Green get open? Can he get over the top of the middle? Has he lost a step or not? We'll see. We'll see because because right now it, it's it's too far out to tell. He did he was injured during training camp. He didn't get that many reps. It was honestly very disappointing to hear that that A.J. Green was asking for reps and and they weren't giving him any. I feel like that's just how A.J. Green like. That's how he gets better is by just doing it. But obviously when you're hurt and when your coaches don't want you to get hurt, they're not going to put you out there. We'll have to see. We'll have to wait and see. All right. That is going to be it for me. That is the Chargers preview. The Bengals will host will uh, host them on Sunday, 1 o'clock. So excited for the season to be back. Uh, the Tiger King comes home. Be ready to watch it, uh, and we will do a full recap of it next week, and we will do a preview for the Browns next week also as well. Thank you guys so much for listening. Please keep growing the brand. I love it. I love you guys so much. Thank you, and uh, who day? Let's go, Bengals. Let's get a win week one. Oh, yeah, let me throw my prediction out there. 27-20 Cincinnati wins. All right, I'll see you. Uh, you know what? You know what? I'm going to change it. I'm going to change it. Last second. We're going to go... Oh, man, I don't know. Because I, I actually think it's going to be higher scoring than what people... I'm going to go 35-28. 35-28. Everybody, mark it down. 35-28. Cincinnati in the jungle. We start out 1-0 heading to Cleveland. All right, I will see you guys later. Thank you guys so much. And who day?